This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 185. So for this Thursday's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that I know I'm not the only one going through, and that topic is, should I switch camera systems? When it comes to photography, there is, this is not an inexpensive profession or even hobby. Camera bodies cost a significant amount of money, and good glass is not cheap either. When it comes to this subject, there are a few things you need to ask yourself. First of all, why am I looking to switch systems? Is there something that your current system lacks? Is there a new technology that another company offers that will really make a significant difference in your photography? Does the other company's system offer better autofocus, more frames per second? Does it have better Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, or maybe even GPS? If it's a matter of megapixels, this is not a reason to switch platforms, as your current company is probably already planning to release a body with more resolution. And remember, megapixels are not everything, regardless of what the manufacturers and salespeople will tell you. Generally, any camera capable of 12 megapixels or more is going to be sufficient for anything that you're doing photography related, even if you're making large prints. Number two, can I get a more compact system that will fit my needs? Many photographers face this question over time. As we get older, it gets to be harder and harder to lug around all that gear all that weight and not have it take its toll on our bodies. This is an issue I am facing now. I'm almost 51 years old and I've been shooting for about 30 years now. And most of that time I have shot with either a Canon flagship body or a standard full frame body with the battery grip added. The problem is these systems are very heavy. The bodies I shot with on average weigh about three plus pounds. And then you add on a large lens like a Canon 400mm F4 LISUSM that weighs 6.25 pounds. And you have a system that weighs a good 10 pounds. Now this may not sound like much, but when you're lugging this setup around out in the field for 12 to 14 hours a day or more, that weight will take its toll on your body, especially in the arms. And that is what I'm facing now. I have severe cubital tunnel in both elbows. And I'm not the only one suffering from this issue. Sharky James from the Petapixel Photography Podcast has the same problem that I do. And he shot as a professional photojournalist for most of his 30 years in photography using Nikon D-Series flagship bodies. And they weigh pretty much the same. They're the same kind of heavy setup that the Canon flagship bodies are. So now, even though I absolutely love my Canon bodies, 
I'm considering doing what Sharky did and switch to Fujifilm X-Series. I honestly never thought I'd go back to APS-C from full frame and medium format, but I'm not sure I have much choice. I have surgeries coming up for my left arm to hopefully correct it, but I have a feeling my doctor is still going to recommend either going to a smaller, lighter system or giving up photography altogether. And we all know the latter is not going to happen. If you know me in real life or listen to this show, you know that I've broken bones before just to get the shot. My worry is that I have been shooting with either full frame or medium format for so long that I'm a little leery about making the change to APS-C. I know, I know APS-C can make amazing photographs. And I know there are photographers out there making their full-time living using APS-C systems. I did at one time use APS-C on the Canon side, and I wasn't always happy with the results. Now, I've heard so many times that Fujifilm is the king of APS-C. They lead the field in technology for APS-C, and they have those fantastic Fujifilm film simulations that replicate their film stock from the days of film photography. And Fuji has always had some of the most popular film stock and color profiles in the history of photography. The other thing that worries me is the issue with worms in some textures when using the X-Trans sensor. A close friend of mine, Brent from the Latitude Photography Podcast, tested the Fujifilm X-T3 shooting on the Oregon coast, and he ran into issues with the worms in the textures of the rocks that he shot on the coast and said that he could not get rid of them even using Capture One Pro. Now, I have been emailing back and forth with the owner of FujiRumors.com, and he claims that using Capture One Pro, there are no issues since Capture One and Fujifilm have worked closely together for many years. Now, I have a contact at Fujifilm who has gotten me set up as a media person and reviewer, so I am able to borrow Fujifilm gear and test and review it. I did a review a while back on the GF 23mm f4 landscape lens for the GFX mount, and I loved that lens so much that I bought one of my own. Right now, I have the GF 100-200 coming to test and review, and then I'm planning to borrow and test an X-T4 with maybe the new XF 27mm lens to see how it performs. And I'm going to take a break right here, and then I'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag. Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. Okay, so the third thing you have to ask yourself when considering this possibility 
is how much will this cost me? Now, to be honest, this is the most painful question to ask yourself. You have spent a lot of money investing in the system you have now. The problem is gear is used now and you won't be able to sell it for nearly what you paid originally. If you have good glass like Canon L lenses, you will be able to recoup a good share of your money, but you'll still lose a fair amount of value. Then, of course, there's the cost of buying a new system. Since I am looking at Fujifilm, I know that I need their flagship APS-C body, which is the X-T4. And they cost around $1,700 for the body only. Not super expensive, but not cheap either. And I'm considering the possibility of selling my EOS R and RP and using that money to fund an X-T4 and at least one good lens. I will still have my R6 and my RF lenses, but this will give me a way to test and compare the feasibility of making the change. Either way, it's not going to be cheap a cheap transition, and that is something anyone looking to change systems has to consider. And it's not like Fujifilm's X-Series lenses are extremely cheap either, compared to Canon's. I just hope they perform as well. I really, really cherish my RF 50mm f1.2 L USM. It is hands down probably the best 50mm lens on the market. And I'm not sure how well Fujifilm's 50mm performs. Now, they do offer two different models. They offer an XF 50mm f2 that's reasonably inexpensive. And I figure that's probably comparable to the Canon 50mm f1.8, the Nifty 50 or Plastic Fantastic. But Fuji does have a more expensive XF 50mm f1.0 RWR lens that sells for $1,500. Compared to the Canon RF 50mm 1.2, which sells for $2,700. So a decent amount of savings there. But the question is, am I going to lose a drastic amount of performance and image quality? Now, the last question you have to ask yourself is, should I take the plunge or stick with what I have? This is a question that only you can answer, as it's your gear, your photography, and only you can decide what's best for you. You cannot listen to fanboys when it comes to making this decision. They won't give you an honest answer, which is why I recommend renting the new system first from someone like LensRentals.com. I've been using them for years. And you can not only rent gear from them to try out, but if you want to keep it, you can buy it from them. So I hope this gives you something to think about if you are facing the same dilemma I am about switching systems. I'm going to wrap this up because I don't want to bore you too much with all of this. But if you are a Fujifilm shooter that switched from Canon, let me know in the comments in the Facebook group. Please, no fanboy or fangirl stuff, just honest opinions. Why did you make the change, and have you regretted it? 
Can your new system do everything that your old one did? Or did you have to make sacrifices to make the change? Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you are in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, so as I said a moment ago, this is going to wrap episode 185 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing an Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And if you're not currently a subscriber, why not? It's absolutely free. doesn't cost you anything. Just one second of your time to hit that subscribe button. That's all you got to do in your favorite podcast player. And you can listen to every new episode every week. You can go back and listen to the full catalog. 185 episodes. There's a lot of content to listen to. A lot of interviews. A lot of tips and information. News and rumors. All kinds of content for you. That is absolutely free. Now remember to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel. And give that a subscribe. Watch and like. Share out the videos. Share them out on social media. And hit the little bell icon so you can be notified when new content drops. And if you be so kind, you could do the same for the Forgotten Pieces of Georgia and Forgotten Pieces of Pennsylvania channels. Now, I haven't posted any new videos to those two channels lately, and I need to get my button gear and do that because I do still have content that I just haven't edited and uploaded yet. And I've got another LED light review that I'll be releasing soon on my YouTube channel this week. So watch for that as well. All right, folks, that is it. This is episode 185, and I will see you all again on Sunday for the latest news and rumors.